0: Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hey, friendo, Steve here, and welcome back to the GFW Impact Review Show right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. No, Larson's not here. One day, I promise, I'm going to get him to join the GFW Impact Review Show family um but he's like he ain't got time to watch gfw these days who really does i'm one of only around 250,000 people who watches the show but you know what that's okay i'm here to bring you the review of gfw here's the thing i'm starting to i'm pulling for gfw i wanted to do good i've noticed lately that when i've seen people talk crap about it i started to get a little defensive i'm starting to take ownership of this brand because i wanted to succeed uh, it's, just, it's got a long way to go before it's at the point where people are really going to be tuning in. Um, Oh, by the way, uh, this episode is, of course, brought to you by my Etsy store, the Friendo Workshop, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash MFSteve here. Links in the description. Look at this. Thirteen years ago, I made a book. I made a comic book. I wrote it. I drew it. You can buy it now. That's right. And uh, I have some art prints and a sketchbook and uh, every order. I'll do a little sketch for you. It's not going to be like the Mona Lisa, but it's a decent little sketch. Under the review, backstage we're kicking off the show with LAX versus the Veterans of War. Last week I was curious. I was like, Are these guys actual the actual veterans of war? I found out one of them I believe was a Marine. Didn't I didn't get confirmation on the other one, but I, so I think one of them is actually a veteran. Hopefully they're both veterans. If not, that's okay too. Not a big deal. Anyways, um, so they're fighting LAX backstage. It's a big melee. The the Veterans of War they have a tag team title match against LAX later on in the night. Um, so that's kind of cool because, as you recall, veterans of war helped out Alberto El Patron last week fend off L.A.X. Um, I kind of like this this backstage segment. It, it wasn't the WWE has a certain style that I like to call cheesy with their backstage segments, and this was much more uh, docu film kind of like documentary filmed, a lot more herky jerky. Uh, 24 frames as opposed to 30, I guess. Um, and, uh, and it, it looks... The, the GFW's backstage stuff just kind of looks cooler. Uh, TNA's been doing that for ages. I've always preferred their backstage segments over WWE's backstage segments, which are very sort of stiff and, uh, and you know, not very creative. I like the way. That's one thing I've always kind of appreciated about TNA and now GFW is how they do their backstage segments. So they've got that going for them. Cut to the ring, uh, or cut to a video package, rather, for... Uh, uh, Sienna and Rosemary, um, which led to Sienna being in the ring. Actually, it was more of a Sienna uh, package, but it explored her recent feud with Sienna. Um, cut to the ring. Sienna is in the ring. She's staging one of them sit-ins that we've seen every once in a while in wrestling, where somebody's just chilling in the middle of the ring. She's on a chair. She it was kind of cool. She has both her GFW and knockouts championships sort of draped over the ropes. I like Sienna. I like her. I think she's good. Um... Anyways, one thing I've noticed though, like so earlier this week, uh, Sienna called out Charlotte from the WWE for doing the doing her tea time thing with her pinky out, and apparently that's something Sienna's been doing. She's been she's been raising her pinky for a while now. I wouldn't have noticed this, but the entire promo she had her pinky out, and it just it was a, kind of a distraction because she like brought it to light, and so I don't know, it's kind of bugged me. But uh, anyways, her promo was decent. She just basically called out. Uh, Karen Jarrett, she said, I want answers. I don't know who I'm fighting next week at Destination X. Um, so, you know, you need to come down here. I'm not leaving until you come out here. Karen Jarrett comes out, says, uh, Sienna, I don't like you. Uh, maybe it was, the the mics seem to have a lot of feedback. You know what feedback is when you're out there and you're all, like the mic is doing that. So I noticed there was some feedback. I mean, they need to get their audio issues fixed. Um, but anyway, she said, Sienna, I don't like you, you're bunk, but I'm going to tell you who your uh, opponent is for Destination X, and then uh, she said, you probably know her well, but here's a reintroduction, Gail Kim comes down, that's right, Gail Kim is fighting Sienna at uh, Destination X for that title, Gail Kim is probably going to lose, because she's supposed to be retiring by the end of the year. Um... So, yeah, there you go, Gail Kim. She looks like a million bucks just still. She's been around for a long time. One thing I noticed about Gail Kim, last two times she's come down. So, like, Sienna has, like, a really cool outfit. Like, it's like a costume, like a straight-up wrestling gear, right? Last two times Gail Kim has come down, and I'm just saying it because it's a little bit distracting. It's just a little bit distracting. She wears what, like, she wears, like, normal pants, like regular pants. But then, like, her top looks kind of like undergarments. She, like, last two times I've seen her, it looks like she comes out in, like, a, a very fancy bra. Which, hey, you know, as, as a dude, I'm cool with that and everything. I'm just saying it's a bit distracting. It's kind of like, I liken it too, when Randy Orton would come down with, like, a t-shirt, but he would still be wearing his trunks. And so it's like, I'm trying to take you seriously, but it honestly looks like you're just wearing a t-shirt and you got nothing on underneath that. So, I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there. It's a little bit distracting. It was like, like why do you, you know, you put a, probably put a shirt on. I'm not saying that I don't want to see her in a bra. I'm just saying, like, for the purpose of the drama, maybe don't just be wearing a bra. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, moving on. Um, It's a big melee. Gail Kim, Sienna going at it. They're jumping off the apron to each other, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. The refs come and they split them up. So that's going to be fun. Destination X, Gail Kim, Sienna. That's going to be good. Cut to Grado in the back with Joe Park. Grado, of course, has been trying to avoid deportation by our government. Joe Park has been saying... Well, you know, you can you can marry Laurel Van Ness, you can propose to her, and uh, you can get this done with, so that you know if you get married to somebody here in the country, then you can stay. Um, so he says to Grado, you need to buck up because they're going to take Kong, Congo Kong that night because Congo Kong is sort of like for whatever reason he's obsessed, I guess, with Ra- Laurel Van Ness. So, anyways, um, so they're going to have a match. that's going to be a handicap match: Joe Park and Grado against. Uh, Congo Kong I kind of I like Joe Park. I think he's good uh, and Grado's good too he still looks like me and Pat Oswald had a kid though so that stuff is weird um, <laughs> Pope cracks me up cuts to the announce table I'm actually really into the announce team I think they're one of the, like I'd probably put them like third on my list of favorite announce teams right now maybe even as close as second to be honest with you because I love the raw announce team I like SmackDown, I like NXT, and I like 205 Live. These guys might be, because Pope always says funny things. Pope cracks me up. And Pope actually seems like he's legit amused by what's going on. So you can't put a price on that. Um, next up, we had a tag team match uh, from uh, uh, competitors from The Crash promotion, I think, maybe it's CMLL, I don't know, I forget, and uh, and uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, it was a Laredo Kid and Garza Jr., I think from Crash, and La Fantasma and Marifuji, Marifuji I know is from Pro Wrestling Noah, La Fantasma might be from CMLL, maybe, I don't know, anyways, um, Hold well, on, Larson's texting me. You know, I'm in the middle of this review. Uh, anyways, it's a fun match. It's a really fun match. It's kind of a 205 live match for people who want like sort of a frame of reference. Um, so they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. They're jumping out of the ring, jumping in the ring, doing all sorts of crazy. There was one where like one of the dudes grabbed another guy sort of in a in a away slam position, so he's holding him like sideways like this, and another guy got on that guy's shoulders, so he's carrying like two people, and then the fourth guy got up on the top turnbuckle and like, you know. They all ended up, it was a big mess. It was cool. It was cool shit, though. I liked it. Um, that Garza Jr. is pretty funny. Uh, the, at one point, like, the action was so quick that Pope, uh, <laughs> he just said, wow, what a combination of moves. And Josh Matthews openly admitted, yeah, there's too much going on in the ring right now. It's hard to keep up. So that was kind of funny. Uh, that Garza Jr. dude, apparently one of his gimmicks is he likes to strip. He has, like, pants, and then he, they, like, rip off, kind of like Cesaro used to do with his whole suit. Uh, but this has much more of a stripper vibe to it. Again, kind of distracting. It's supposed to be wrestling, not stripping. Um, but anyways, at one point he was about to strip, and I think is the one. He gave him like two super kicks. No, it was uh, it was the other two. It was uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Law Fantasma and Marifuji. They gave him you know uh, simultaneous super kicks. It was cool. Uh, let's see here. There was one bit where Marifuji and Laredo were uh, giving these big chops to each other. Cradle DDT got a two count. Uh, We got a GTS from Garza Jr. onto I think, Marafuji. Then Marafuji ended up getting the slice of bread on Garza Jr. and the win. I'm kind of interested in Marafuji. I want to go back and look some of his New Japan stuff. Because from what I understand, fairly recently, in the last couple of years, he was in New Japan doing some good stuff. So I kind of want to check that out. I like him being around. Uh, next up, we had a promo for OVE, o- o- Ohio versus Everything. This is the Chris brothers. I talked about them last week. I think this is cool. I saw them live once. I'm all for this. This is the kind of thing. This promo is really, really well done. Uh, it's just really quick editing stuff, and they're voiceover. over. They have a really cool name, um, and uh, I, I've seen them before. They're, they're coming from the, you know, the, the high-profile indie circuit. And I'm, this is the kind of shit that GFW needs. If you start populating your promotion with really good wrestlers who have built a brand for themselves out there on in the indies, then you're going to bring in the hardcore people. You're going to start getting a good buzz about your product. It's just when you're talking about bringing in Jack Swagger that people want to tune out. That's my rant. Next up, we had Grado and Joe Park versus Congo Kong. Congo Kong, uh, Kong, Kong uh, ended up winning. It was a really slow match, know it was supposed to be played for comedy. But then Tyrus comes down, Brodith Clay in the WWE. Uh, he's usually just sort of the milling about behind uh, general manager Bruce Pritchard, who didn't even show up in this taping, in this episode. That was cool. Anyway, Tyrus comes down. He looks like a million bucks. He's ready to throw down with Congo. I believe it. I'm good with that. I like it. Hopefully we'll see them at Destination X. Tyrus doing his thing over there on Fox News. That's good for him. I might not agree with his politics. But I like that he's out there diversifying his career. The only reason I know that is because of my dad. My dad texted me, hey, Tyrus is on whatever this show is. All right, Dad, I don't watch Fox News, man. I know you do. I that's pre- fine. Just saying. <laughs> anyways, good for Tyrus. Uh, anyways, uh, next up we had a promo. Oh, so this was, uh, what is it, promos with low key. Oh, yeah, so it was announced that the main event was going to be a six-man tag match. Faces versus heels. Low-key, who's going to be taking on Alberto El Patron at uh, Destination X, I think, for the titles. Trevor Lee, who's going to be facing Sanjay Dutt for the X Division title in the latter match. That's going to be good next week. And Lashley is going to be taking on Matt Seidel for number one contendership for the GFW TNA title. Lashley basically just says, stay out of my way. And the other two are like, all right, man, whatever you say. Uh, next up, we had like a promo, uh, promo package for Low-key versus Trevor Lee. It was well done. Um, I telling you, man, I love Trevor Lee I think he 's great I think he's fantastic uh next up, we had a promo package for Lashley talking about that he 's a two sport athlete he 's there doing m m a and pro wrestling. Jeff Jarrett was in this one, so you know couldn 't really take it seriously Dutch mantel uh at that point, they did a thing where they had a, a debate uh moderated by Dutch Mantel. And it was between Matt Seidel and Lashley, basically each one explaining why they were good, why they were going to beat each other up. It ended with Lashley choking the living shit out of Matt Seidel. And I know it was fake, but goddamn it, Lashley made that shit look real. It was really cool. I actually really liked this segment. At first he was goofy. He was like, okay, explain to me in words why you're better than this guy. And now you do the same. And Lashley's basically like, look at me. I'm a massive human being with a legitimate MMA background. And that's just, that's, that's Evan Bourne, you know, but it was cool. Evan Bourne didn't really back down. Uh, Let's see here. Then we had um, LAX in the ring. Conan dropped a promo uh, in advance of the Veterans of War coming out. He said, I I want to give props to the booking committee, which is weird because they're like heels. They're supposed to hate authority. Um, But he said, for making this a street fight. So there was like all sorts of weapons involved in this match. It's kind of cool. Um, LAX was out there. Uh, Veterans of War come out. This, ma- this match was a mess, but in a good way. It was actually a lot of fun. Um, there was a couple of table spots. One of the table spots actually ended up finishing the match. But there was a table spot halfway through. All sorts of LAX shenanigans. I mean, it's just not. Look, like, it's two against like six. Um, even the the girl Diamante got involved. She threw uh, gave a low blow to uh, I don't know one of them. What are the names? Mayweather and Wilcox. I think it was Wilcox he gave a low blow to. Um, there was a chair shot. Low key, handcuffed Mayweather to the ropes. Um, a, uh, LAX start. they blasted him with a cookie sheet, but it was like a really bendy one. But still, it was a really hard shot right in the head. Um, Wilcox at that point came too because he had been knocked out. He starts murdering everybody. Uh, he's thrown into a chair. Uh, they get a two count on him. He gets back up, and then they put him through a table, which was set up like uh, you know, against the top of the turnbuckle or whatever. Um, and they get the three counts. So I mean, look, it was a mess. Not a lot of good wrestling going on, but it was it, it was a lot of weapons, a lot of cool shit going on. So, these match, good match. Uh, let's see here. Next up, they had sort of a promo. It was just uh, Matt Seidel, Sanjay Dutt, and Delroy. I can't stand Sanjay Dutt. I'm sorry. I really want him to lose Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee is great. Sanjay Dutt is this like the least charismatic person. I'm, I hope that he's really good at his job as like head of X division guy behind the scenes because I think that's what he is. But his promo skills, his just natural lack of charisma, doesn't do much for me. Just saying that as a fan, not shitting on anybody. I don't like Sanjay Dutt. I love Trevor Lee. That's my spiel. Anyways, they're all back there uh, telling each other. I really need. You know, was like, I really need help with Lashley. I guys need to beat him up. Sanjay Dutt's like, okay, but Trevor Lee. I don't, they didn't really make a lot of sense. They're just talking to each other. Uh, let's see here. Next up, oh, this is the semifinals for the Super X Cup, which is the finals going to be next week. And it was ACH versus uh, from Pro Wrestling Noah, Taiji Ishimura, who is currently their junior champion, I think. And he's really cool. He's really, really good. Um, And this is a fun match. Uh, Ishimura did like a cool, like, he's got ACH in a tombstone position, but then he falls to his back while he pushes that dude forward, ACH forward, so that his chest hits Ishimura's knees. It was a cool move. It was neat. Um, He hit him with two 450 splashes, got the three count, so Ishimura moves on. Desmond Xavier, who moved on to the finals last week, um, he comes down. They shake hands. And pose next to the Super X Cup uh, what is it? trophy. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I'm glad these things are only like 20 minutes long. Because I couldn't do... I can't do what I did this past week. I can't do that anymore. Or I'm just talking about Rawford two hours. For an hour. Anyways, next up, uh, Low-Key. I freaking love Low-Key, man. He might be crazy. He might be like actually going there and hurt people. I don't know. But he's freaking great. That dude has got the best voice in all of pro wrestling, it is fantastic. He's got an amazing voice, and then he starts speaking Spanish all fluently and shit. That's fantastic. Um, but anyways, he was saying that he's going to take on Alberto El Patron and take his titles from him. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that'd be pretty cool. I could t- fuck. I could totally see it happening now, huh? That thing is live next week, and Alberto El Patron is still suspended. Low key might be your new champion. Ooh, that could be cool, huh? And I think that's when they're going to debut the Unified Championship, so there's not tearing around two belts. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, you think they're going to go to Loki and be like, hey, you're the new guy. That uh, led to our main event, six-man tag. It was exactly as you'd expect. All the little mini-storylines playing out, people doing suicide dives out to, the, out to the outside, kind of just a standard match. Um, Loki ended up going over with a double stomp on... Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, so, Loki ended up standing uh, tall in this one, but that was before... This is all taped before the Alberto El Patron page stuff, before he got suspended. So, the math isn't going to really... The math doesn't matter here. Things have changed. Low-key, standing tall at the end of this episode. He's my pick to go over at Destination X. Um, you know what? Later on this week I'm gonna I'll I'll do predictions for Destination X. Another video for you guys. I never did review anniversary Maybe I'll do it next year. <laughs> I don't know. I even watched the damn I watched the whole damn thing. Never even reviewed it. Kinda late now, isn't it? Anyways. Uh thanks for watching. Appreciate it. And uh remember, MF Steve here, the friendo workshop, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash MF Steve here. Check it out. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.